Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me on this Tuesday evening. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about King David. Um, King David was, uh, before he became king, he was a shepherd. And so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about being on God's radar. Um, being on God's radar, why you just busy doing whatever it is that God has um, placed on your heart to do, or why you just busy doing whatever it is you know to do. Um, sometimes we don't necessarily always um, have all the plans um, that God wants for us at one set time, but when we keep on doing what we're supposed to do, um, this is kind of places us on God's radar. And so I looked up a definition of what it mean, what radar means. And so I want to read you um, the definition that I found when I when I talk about a radar. It's an electromagnetic sensor used for detecting, locating, tracking, and recognizing objects of various kinds at considerable distances. It uh, it interprets um, by transmitting electromagnetic energy towards objects, um, towards objects uh, referred to as targets. So when God is um, putting some in your uh, hand and he needs, he's targeting you, trust me, he knows how to detect you, locate you, track you, and he recognizes where you are. Amen. Um, so when you're on God's radar, and we're going to talk about King David because King David was on God's radar and God was setting him up for blessing. And I want to um, kind of this month, last month we talked about in July, we talked about um, just um, Jonah and um, really stepping into calling into purpose. And this week we're talking in this month. I'm sorry, you guys. This month we do a monthly series called the Bible Talk Series on Tuesdays. If you're new to the Victoriously Anointed podcast, if you're not new, um, then I appreciate you for joining us for the King David series. Um, and I'm just really excited about it. And so this month we're going to be talking about King David. And before he um, carried that kingship title, he had to be chosen by God for it because um, Israel was um, God's chosen people. So I'm going to read you a little bit about King David. Uh, not read you a little bit, but I'm going to kind of go over the little the, sto- the story with you. So um, it's, do you notice that sometimes the best opportunities come along in life while you are just busy living, busy, busy doing? We are under God's surveillance, and he knows whose radar you need to be on. So when it comes to just trying to get the attention of people or different opportunities and different things like that, sometimes it's still to just, it's good to just stay busy doing what you are doing um, and um, just keep on working and doing whatever you know to do. Keep seeking God. Keep trusting him. And then when the time comes, he knows where you are. He knows how to tr- track you, detect you. He knows when to put you on somebody's radar. He knows when you're ready for whatever um, is, is coming in, in life. He knows when you're ready because God isn't going to send, uh, send us out there unprepared. He's going to send us out there prepared. We're going to be out there equipped. We're on uh, When you're on God's radar, and I, the best example, I believe, I ain't going to say the best example, but one of the best examples that I have is just King David, when how King David was able to get on God's radar and how God just kind of prepared him along the way in order to receive the title of kingship that God had for him. And so we're going to kind of um, go through his testimony this month to show you just like what it's like to be on God's radar what it's like to be on God's radar. So this testimony holds true for King David uh, as far as him being on God in God's surveillance. Uh, but before he was called into kingship, he was just a shepherd boy on his dad's land, taking care of sheep, um, sheep, writing, and playing music. I imagine David probably didn't realize that the purpose in him was so great. 
So sometimes you may feel like, you know, there's something in you that's greater than what you may um, be living like. But sometimes you just don't know that God has what God really has in store for you. And then when things start to happen, it's kind of like, OMG, God, what are you calling me to? Or <laughs> or like you just be amazed. Like, God, I cannot believe that you are you have been preparing me my whole life just to come to this moment to have this encounter. Um <laughs> When you begin to really see how God is uh, playing and playing in your life, the role that He really does play, He plays a very active role. Um, so David and his father Jesse, and all Israel and Judah sat under King Saul's reign, but God had rejected King Saul and wanted someone with His heart to rule over the people. So God spoke with the prophet and judge of Israel at the time, who was Samuel, who had the right and authority to anoint leadership because God gave it to him. So Samuel was the last judge of Israel. And so Samuel was to go and uh, anoint the new king of Israel because King Saul, he came into play because the people came to him and they were uh, they didn't want the Eli's sons to be the next priest. And so they were they wanted they were looking at other nations and they wanted other nations um, to be be like other nations. And so this is how King Saul came into power. Um, but King Saul was not someone that God really approved of. Um, he was he wasn't so he wasn't someone that got approved of and so the time came when um, David uh, when God was wanting to choose the king that he had that had a heart that he had a heart for and so he rejected King Saul and he told Samuel go and anoint this new king the new king of Israel the one that I've chosen um, and you can read about it in first Samuel 16 1 through 3 it tells of the conversation um, that God had with Samuel and Samuel followed it out in obedience so God was going to show Samuel which child of Jesse to anoint as king over Israel um, so a little background on Israel I, I, and I gave you a little bit of background let me just make sure that I'm giving you everything God was their king and he appointed priests and judges to carry out his commands but the people uh, but but the people saw how other peoples around them and people in their in place and other places had their kings in place and they didn't really want the sons of Eli, who was the priest at the time, ruling over them because of their behavior. Their behavior was wicked. So they pressed Samuel about the issue, and Samuel took offense to it. But God told Samuel, hey, don't take offense to it. It's not you that it rejected. It's me that they're rejecting. God pretty much told Samuel, don't, don't, it's not you. It's not you. Don't, they, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me because I'm their king. And they're not recognizing me as a king. And they're trying to, they're coming to you talking about put a king in place. And they don't recognize that I'm their king and I'm the one that's passing down this stuff to you in order to give to them because I'm their king. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And so Samuel, Samuel uh, was offended by it. But God said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's me that they're rejecting. But I want, what I want you to do is take heed to what the people are saying. Go ahead and put a king in place. And when you put this king in place, uh, make sure that you warn them how this king is going to treat them and the behavior. He's going to take their sons and their daughters and just put, he's just, he's going to take them. He's going to, he, he, he's, he's going to be a, not a nice king. And King Saul wasn't. He wasn't, even though he was over God's people. And so, uh, uh, um, so God told them, uh, pretty much, yeah, they rejected me, but go ahead and um, uh, put them in place. That lets me know that, you know, in God's timeline, God may have had a king for them already set in place. He may have already had that in position for them to be able to do it. But in the way, in the manner that it was carried out and they did it, it wasn't right um, because they rejected God as their king. 
And they, I, I don't believe that they even apologized for it. They just was like, we're just happy about getting the king in place. And so Samuel gave them all the stipulations of what a king does. Uh, and this is how you behave when you have a, a kingdom. And this is um, what's going to happen. Uh, when you this king is in place, this is what he's going to do to you guys. This is how he's going to behave. And they really wasn't, they really didn't really receive it. Um, so they still put King Saul in place. So the point came where um, it was time to anoint the king that God had chosen while King Saul was in place. And God told him to go anoint it. Go anoint that king. Um, so Saul comes into power as king. We talked about that a little bit. Um, so if you keep reading the story you'll, the story in 1 Samuel, we see where God's presence leaves King Saul because God has rejected him as king over Israel. And God instructs Samuel on what to do next. So in 1 Samuel 16 and 5, you see where Samuel um, sanctified and called Jesse and his sons to the sacrifice. He called the sons of Jesse because God told um, Samuel, go to the house of Jesse, and I'm going to show you which son to put in place. And Samuel was like, man, surely the, the, the king is here among the sons of Jesse. And God told him, don't, don't even focus on that outward stuff. Don't focus on that outward stuff. <laughs> I look at the heart. God pretty much told him, because uh, Samuel was thinking, you know, the, the 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 king is in the presence. No, you ain't. This ain't all the God. He God didn't tell him this, but this is pretty much what God knew. Them them ain't all the sons of Jesse. Those aren't the ones I'm looking at. But he didn't tell Samuel that. He allowed Samuel to go through the process of trying to figure out which son it was that was chosen by him. And so every son uh, uh, that Samuel went to. It, it wasn't he it wasn't the chosen son it wasn't the chosen son so samuel goes through each of the sons that are present and the lord didn't choose none of them and samuel i'm pretty sure he probably was scratching his head like lord god i know you told me to come to the house of jesse i have the sons of jesse in front of me he had to look at jesse like are these all your sons <laughs> pretty much because god didn't choose none of them and even though uh, I, he, he was looking at Eliab, the older one, Samuel was. That's when God told him, no, I don't look at that outward stuff. That ain't what I'm looking at. I look at something far greater than that. I look at the heart. So God had David on his radar. So Samuel asked Jesse, are these all of your sons? And Jesse talks, um, he told him that there is one more, the youngest, who is a shepherd. They didn't even go get David because they didn't even think it was going to be David. <laughs> David was still out there tending to sheep. He was still out there uh, being a shepherd. <laughs> they didn't even call him to the sacrifice. They didn't even call him to the sacrifice because they didn't think that he was the one that God had chosen. So they had to go get him. They had to go get him. <laughs> sometimes people ain't going to Sometimes people ain't going to call you to the stuff that... Uh, Sometimes people ain't going to call you to the opportunity that's presented. They ain't going to call you right then and there. You may miss that sacrifice, that beginning moment or whatever it is that whatever may be doing. Like, let's say if it's a banquet or something like that. Sometimes you may not be called to it. But then uh, uh, it'll be, it'll, it will seem like that there may be somebody there, whatever opportunity is, somebody in the meeting, in the boardroom, wherever it is, that you may not have been called for in the beginning of, of, in the beginning of it being done. But on the back end, uh, the right question will, may be asked where they may have to go and get you because obviously the right is, something is missing here. The right person isn't here, but somebody in the room will know who you are and where you are. You don't know how God has things orchestrated. And so I'm going to keep on, keep on going. So they had to go get David because they didn't even think he was the chosen one. 
So now, obviously, David is not at the sacrifice because they probably were thinking he could he couldn't be. The, he they probably was thinking, oh, he's a younger brother. He's he's you know he was um, young. He was small and good looking and ruddy. Uh, is what the how the um, King James version des- describes him. And so uh, and so um, they had to go get him. So when Samuel um, saw him, well, they had to go get um, David. And when David enters the room, God lets Samuel know. This is the one that I have chosen. This is the one that I have chosen, the one that was the uninvited one, the one that they had to go get and bring in because he wasn't brought into the sacrifice from the beginning. He should have been there from the beginning. He should have been there from the beginning, but he wasn't there from the beginning. So they had to go through this process. Samuel had to go through the process, and when he got to the end, he realized, God, I'm still, I know that God, told me the sons of Jesse but I'm just like Jesse this can't be all of your sons because God didn't choose none of these (laughs) so who are you hiding from me who are you hiding from me go and get that son because that's a son that's a son that I'm pretty sure God is going to choose go and get that one sometimes people will hide you and not because I don't believe Jesse meant his uh, I don't believe Jesse meant David any harm but uh you know being a parent is kind of like you know oh surely my and and thinking about their tradition like the eldest was the one that was kind of like the 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 chosen chosen one for different things so i'm pretty sure he probably thought oh it has to be some of my older boys and uh i'm pretty sure he probably was like you know david is my youngest son and you know parents have like a bond and connection with their younger children that sometimes uh um, if you're a parent, you understand what I mean. Sometimes it's like a, a protective sense, and sometimes you um, get a little bit easier on the youngest child, is what I've heard people say. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't like I don't know why Jesse didn't go get David, but for whatever reason Jesse uh, didn't go, didn't bring in David. He was out there in the field because he was so young. He was so young. But when you're dealing with God and God is dealing with you with certain things, just because he t- He gives it to you right then doesn't mean that it's going to be tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. Sometimes you have to go through a process. David had to go through a process before he came into his kingship because King Saul wasn't just going to give up the throne. You have Sometimes it's years down the line and God has to take you through a process, let you grow up and mature a little bit. This is what you're going to do and this is what I'm now I'm getting ready to prepare you for this. So I'm going to keep on going. It's so important. Um, so Samuel, uh, Samuel heard from God that he, that David was the chosen one. It's so important to sit under leadership that has been chosen and anointed by God because God is the power behind the anointing. So um, Israel were the chosen people of God. God anointed David, and uh, in anointing David, that lets you know that this is the one that I'm with. This is the one I'm going to speak through. This is the one I'm going to bless the kingdom through because he's the anointed one. This is the one that I've chosen to rule over you because this is the one that I'm going to be able to talk with. This is the one that I'm going to converse with in order to lead the people. And it's so important um, when you're when you're in God's house and when you're just with God to, inf- to follow people that have been chosen by God. And the anointing is one of those signs that this is um, this person is one that is of God. This person is one that belongs to God. This this person is one who hears from God because um, everybody doesn't everybody don't carry anointing I'm sorry I just don't believe that everybody does I don't uh, and I believe that when it comes to certain things 
um, God will anoint some people for certain things and other people he'll anoint for different things and other some people he won't anoint for that certain role or task and I, I, so um, I just believe that it's so important everybody does not carry anointing you have to recognize the anointing and the way you do that is through um, allowing the Holy Spirit to rest inside of you and discern that thing through you um, about whether or not you should follow certain leadership and just because you don't follow somebody doesn't mean that they're not anointed uh, sometimes you just have to, you still have to be led by God and you got to be led by the Holy Spirit when you led by God and you allow him to re, um, really um, lead you and guide you then some stuff you can really um, avoid um, so Samuel sees and knows that God has chosen the one who was uh, who was the one that was um, chosen and prepared by God so he took some um, a hornful of his his oil his horn of oil and anoints David for the task and verse 13 uh, further states that from that day forward the spirit of the Lord came upon David and, and, and when the spirit of the Lord came upon David, it left King, it left King Saul. Now David was still operating. You guys, I have more of this than I um, thought I did. Uh, I, I'm just so excited about just this um, whole um, lesson about King David. I'm gonna kinda uh, go through and, now David was still operating. I'm almost getting there. And, in, um, and enjoying life. So Saul seeks for David and David comes. Oh, nope, that's not where I'm at. I didn't skip the whole section, y'all. Give me one second. Because I have my uh, notes and different things written down. And so I'm just trying to make sure that I'm staying with it. So um, Samuel sees and knows that God has chosen the one who was to be um, operating as the king. Um, in his father's Jesse's house, the shepherd, the one who watched over um, the flock. But he was the king at this point. When God, when he took that horn of oil and he anointed um, David as king, he was the king at this point. He hadn't stepped into his role in the in the earthly, in the natural, but he was the king at this point. Um, but he, uh, he just hadn't stepped into it. It was a time and a season. David came into purpose, but he still, but yet and still he had to be prepared for the task and role that he was to carry out. So while David was simply doing the task in his earthly father's house, God was watching David and looking at his heart. Sometimes you may not understand why you're doing the things that you're doing, but if you are operating with the right kind of heart, it matters and that God sees and knows. And when it's time to call you into purpose, God knows who to send to anoint you for the task. After we see where David was anointing, uh, was anointing, we further read in verse 14 where um, the spirit of the Lord departed from this, uh, departed from Saul, and the Lord um, sent a new sent a new spirit to trouble him. Sent an evil spirit to trouble Saul. Um, so he sent a, a evil spirit to trouble Saul. And now, why would God do that? Why would God send an evil spirit to trouble King Saul? Because it opened the door and the opportunity for David to come in and uh, God to be glorified. And if, as we begin to see, we're going to see how uh, how God was glorified in this situation. Um, Saul wasn't going to, because Saul wasn't going to just give up his throne so easily. But it opened the door for um, King for David to come into um, royalty. Because after uh, after he was anointed, he stepped into a royal place. Um, so sometimes when you face adversity in life. From people of like of higher rank than you, you have to understand there are um, some roles you have been anointed to fulfill that that person may be blocking, and they may recognize. Uh, we'll get to get we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, they may recognize just like your anointing, or they may recognize your gift, 
or your calling and they may recognize that um if so if the right person get a hold to what this person can do then they might um replace me um so sometimes when you're just dealing with people of just uh of just a higher rank than you we're going to get into that a little bit breakdown a little bit later as we go through the um, process of king's david kingship so this task that god anointed david for to be king was too great uh was too great for him to um, carry alone. Although Saul reigned over God's people, he was wicked in his behavior and mistreating God's people. He was wicked in his behavior and treating God's people. And God saw that. God cares about his people. He cares about his people are treated. He cares. He really does care. Uh, you guys, excuse me. Uh, the, the troubling that Saul went through was the opportunity that God used to create a passageway for David to step into the house of royalty, being anointed for royalty by God. Saul tells his servant, he tells his um, his steward, his servant in verse 17, provide for me, uh, provide for me a man that can play well and bring him to me. So he wanted someone that could play an instrument. Guess what? David played an instrument and someone knew about david see david i'm pretty sure he probably was up on that hill probably just singing playing instrument just doing something he loved and enjoyed but he caught the attention of the right person and when it was time for it to come forth for that uh that gift to be made known it was made known to the right person at the right time in the right situation because saul was looking for somebody hey hey provide for me now a man that can play uh play uh play well and bring him to me and since someone pretty much, if you keep on reading verse, I'm on verse 17 and verse 18, if you're um, in First Samuel with me, First uh, Samuel. And so uh, one of the servants was like, hey, there's someone in the son of the house of Jesse um, that can play well. And he said, go get him. Go get him. This was shortly after, uh, this was shortly after Samuel had anointed David for the kingship go get him and bring him to me do you not know from that moment on david he has stepped into purpose and god was putting him in the right place at the right time when god calls you to something he knows how to position you and what opportunities to present and position you for on god's radar on god's radar so sometimes you have no idea who is watching you why you are simply busy doing the things you enjoy and furthermore uh, the depths of their connection you don't know who everybody is connected to you do not know at all you don't know um you don't know why god has allowed them to um your your attention to be um you don't know why uh, some people you don't know why god has allowed them to 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 uh to gain your attention or or you to gain their attention because sometimes um this this servant in particular that david had captured the attention of he worked in the king's house and David probably had no clue that this servant even knew anything about him. He might have did. Who knows? Who knows? Sometimes you don't know whose who's, who's attention um, you capture because it's about God. It's about how God allows things to be put in place. It's about, you know what? Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about an interview that I did with the uh, fashion designer in Gozika. And you guys will um, hear more about her story on um, next Saturday. And she was talking about how she was able to get onto um, a fashion show that was um, a fashion show that she had, but she had auditioned for something else that was two or three years prior and they remembered her. They remembered her busy doing what she loved to do, busy doing what she loved to do. And they remembered the fact that she came in trying to audition for one show, but we remembered her so well, we actually want her to be on another show. Two or three years later, 
you don't ever know why you're doing what you're doing just go forward and do that thing and just because that one door closes doesn't mean that god won't open up the other door <laughs> doesn't mean that god don't have another door for you to walk through um so uh you'll guys hear a little bit more about that testimony a little bit later so sometimes you just have to go through whatever it is that god needs you to go through so god knows who to get he knows who to get to cross your path um just keep on doing what you're doing you may not understand why you're doing what you're doing. Keep on singing. Keep on praising God. Keep on doing it, even though it seems like it's not growing. Keep on doing it, even though it seems like nobody may be paying attention or you may not be getting the attention that you think you deserve. Keep on doing it, especially if God is the one that, that's leading and guiding you. And just enjoy it while you're doing it. Enjoy it while you're doing it. I'm pretty sure David probably wasn't trying to get nobody attention. But because he was anointed for the thing that God needed him to do, it opened up the door. God, God will work with you, work with you, work for you, work on your behalf. He's your defender if you would just allow him to be. And so Saul sends for David, and David comes. David finds favor with Saul. See, in the beginning, uh, if you know about the story with King um, uh, David and, and King Saul, in the beginning, oh, Saul favored David, and it opened up the door for him to be able to live in the king's house. Because in the beginning, um, Saul favored David. He did. Uh, he he and, and the anointing that David carried it breaks the yoke off of Saul. David becomes Saul's armor bearer. He becomes Saul's armor bearer. To be an armor bearer in a way, uh, it was a very important task. It's part of covering and protecting the person that you have been assigned to. Um, as an armor bearer, you are you are one of the closest uh, people to. I'm pretty sure he's probably one of the closest people to the king. Um, which causes you to learn from them whether you are intentionally trying to learn or not it causes you to learn from them Ooh. and so uh, just look look at how god works samuel go anoint david for king samuel goes to anoint david for king after that um i god sends an uh, evil spirit to uh uh kind of get to attack saul saul calls for he knows saul knows what to do in order to get rid of the evil spirit bring me somebody that can play a musical instrument well it just so happened david there's another there's a son of jesse by the name of david um that can play an instrument so david has been anointed for the position he has been called to the king house because he has been anointed for royalty he gets finds favor with the king and then he's put in the royal house um to use the exercise the gift he just been playing with and enjoying in the field with the shepherds and with the sheep <laughs> so as a shepherd with the sheep and so just just seeing how that just lines up god knows the plans that god knows the plans that he has for you and if you would just walk it out walk it out um so now king saul did know that david was uh, next in line he didn't know that uh he was next in line because saul was like pretty much on jonathan jonathan was saul's son jonathan was gonna be next and king next king is what saul was like but no that's not how it was gonna work so the lord is my shepherd if you want uh, if you would just follow after the shepherd and keep doing whatever it is you know to do um and live your life however you know live because the bible tells us your gift will make room for you god will take care of the rest of what you need to help you fulfill the thing that it is he has anointed you for and position you for so david steps into the house of royalty becomes uh becomes one of two one of one of the people um that is closest to the king uh one of the people that's closest to this to the king 
Although David doesn't go directly into the position, yet it's still he is being prepared by God. He doesn't go directly into you're not about to just sit you're not about to come up to my kingship and tell me that God has anointed you to king and expect me to just step down. It didn't work like that. No. No, God is God knows how to set the right he knows how to set the right stage and prepare you for it. So um David uh he was getting prepared for it. So he doesn't go directly into it. So live your life and and what God has for you uh, will work out. It will work out um, in time. Get busy doing whatever it is that you know to do. Um, he knows where to find, God knows where to find you. He knows how to detect, locate, track, um, and recognize you. He knows how to track you down to position you for whatever assignment or duty he has called you to and predestined you for. It's okay to do life while you are waiting for God to work out the, the um, work out the design opportunities for your life. It's okay to just live. Um, so if you needed to hear that today, it's okay to just live. Um, and it's okay because um, that helps you to be on God's radar. So I pray that on today you would just be blessed and know that um, uh, just seek. If you've been seeking God, you've been praying. And if your heart is like, if you have a sincere heart, there are certain things that will attract God to you. Um, and the heart is one of those things that attracts God to you. Um, just being on his radar is so important. And sometimes, uh, sometimes we think people ain't on God's radar. That God, that's, the, that's the right person right there that's on my radar. Whether you realize or recognize it or not. Because remember, in the beginning, they did not call um, King David because they didn't think that, that he was the one. <laughs> but that was the one that was on God's radar. And so we're going to keep on talking about the story of King David um, and how it kind of can be applied to your life. Because um, sometimes we, we, we look for stuff to happen and stuff for to be done. And sometimes it takes some time. It takes some time. But if you would just give God the opportunity to work with you, he knows how to uh, prep and prepare you and where to lead you to. So next week we'll be talking about just about King David and Goliath. So at this point, at the point, he's not made known as king, but he's but he's in the house of royalty. So when he stepped into purpose, he was anointed for the task. Um, he got set up into the house that he was supposed to be in. We're going to go ahead and pray out this podcast, and I pray that you have gained something from it on today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for just your blessing. We thank you for your healing. We thank you, Father God, for just um, allowing us to be on your radar, Lord God. Whatever it is, Lord God, that you have purpose and destined and designed for us, Lord God, thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to step into position and step into purpose while we are just simply busy doing whatever it is that you have tasked us to do. Thank you, Father God, for just um, giving us the tools that we need. Thank you for preparing us for to carry out the assignment you are the great god and there is none like you in all the earth thank you father god for every opportunity and door of blessing lord god that you are releasing for us and have opened on our behalves we thank you for everything that you're doing every door lord god we thank you for everything that you're that you're getting ready to do in jesus name we pray thank you for calling us into destiny and to purpose and to you have just tuned in to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with Lynn Stacy. You can go on various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and listen in. You can also go on Facebook or Instagram and follow at Lynn Stacy Studios. If today's podcast has been a blessing to you, please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.